This episode is a TTP story special. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion is advised. Yes, hello Samuel. Oh, I see. Alright, that's fine. No problem. Just give me like five minutes. I'll be with you at the junction shortly. Hey guys, sorry I had to take that call real quick. That was my driver. So apparently the rain had spoiled the entrance to my junction and he couldn't make it in. So I have to go out and meet him at the junction. You know I still live in the trenches. But forget about all of that. Did you hear the first thing I said? That was my driver. Me, NATO, having a driver. Oh, life can really change in three months. Filter Global has transformed my life. Apparently, the position of regional head of marketing is a big boy position. It comes with an official vehicle, an SUV 2021 model. Interesting, my life was good. But due to the fact that I don't know how to drive, well, just yet, a driver was assigned to me, takes me to the office and brings me back home every day until I'm done with driving school and get my driver's license. Then your boy NATO will be cruising around town in an SUV. Things have changed. My life was so good now. Oh my God, nothing seemed to bother me. The fact that I lived in the trenches was very much amusing to me. Now everything my neighbors did was even amusement to me. My neighbor on the left, Babati, was always arguing with his wife every time, refusing to give her money for soup. Now it was just comedic to me. Mankechi, I don't want you. Stop the disturb me. Stop the disturb me. Last week, I give you 40,000 naira. What do you use and do? Eh? What do you use and do? Now you don't come back again. They tell me say you want money for food. Eh? Where you want my money from? The one I give you. Where are you there? What do you use and buy? Don't they disturb me all? On the other left hand side, I have Amaka who is a tailor that is always lying to people and promising them that she has traveled and she's in Lagos. No. No come shop, I know they. I've gone to the market. When me and her know that we are here in Abuja, at this point, nothing could spoil my happiness. I already knew I was going to leave the trenches because my company had already given me money upfront for wardrobe and housing allowance. I already had money to rent my place. It was just a matter of finding the perfect one. In Wuse, of course. Well, just so I'll be closer to work, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I was done and ready to hit work this morning. I was walking out everly so cheerful. I was just greeting everybody, saying hello to Babati and his wife as they fought on, saying hello to Amaka, who was lying to one customer that she traveled to Dubai. See, madam, if not because of anything, I have sewn your clothes though. I don't sew a man. It's just that I'm not around now. I travel to Dubai to buy materials. In fact, this is your Nigerian network. It's not good. I can't hear you very well. It's doing somehow, somehow. I'll call you when I come back. Ha, Amaka. Taylor's will not make heaven, sha? I get into my car. Ugh, it feels good to say that. I get into my car and I say hello to my driver. I sit behind, of course. I have to do big boy moves until I start driving myself so that everybody will know that ah, ah, this boy has arrived. My landlord self now calls me Mr. Nato. Because I had paid my house rent for the remaining two months on time. It was always a struggle. This man would disgrace me in front of everybody. But now I paid on time with extra even. And now he sees the car that brings me and takes me every day. And he calls me Mr. Nato. Just like Nato Sisang. Things are not the same. 
Sammy and I begin our journey out of the trenches to the office. And as we drive by the junction, where I usually used to fight with 152 other people for taxi, going into town, I drive by and I see them all, standing there looking so helpless. And it was about to rain, and I begin to feel so sorry for them. Aw, oh, poor people. I remember when I used to be like that. But not like that. I was just happy for myself. The fact that God had blessed me, and I was enjoying this big boy life. I was big boy NATO now. Nothing could spoil my happiness. My phone dings. It's a notification from LinkedIn. Cynthia is congratulating you on starting a new job role as regional head of marketing, Filtech Global. Ha! Cynthia! How did my village people conjure up this she devil Nitori alone? Cynthia, from where? Ha! Village people have a way of coming at you when you begin to succeed in life. They will just bring up something that will come and pull you down. I remember when I asked Cynthia out, Cynthia had the audacity to tell me, You this broke boy, Nito, whatever you call yourself, don't you ever in your life say that to me again. Do I look like your mates? Do I look like someone you can afford? A big shift with his face like cashew seed. Hey, Nato, you have suffered in this life. I ignore the notification, put my phone down. Shortly after, my phone begins to ring. An unsaved number. I wonder, who could this be? I answer, like a big man, of course. Hello. Hello, Nato, baby. It's me, your love, Cynthia. I know maybe you changed phones and lost my number, but I'm here now. I hung up the call faster than the Nigerian police squeezing and putting away 15 naira bribe. What nonsense! This one now will make I block her. All I had in my head from the moment I woke up this morning was Angie and our date today. Cut, 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 cut. Wait, I didn't just see you guys all about that. Well, I know most of you are thinking, Angie, date, uh-uh, now, now, how did that happen? <sighs> Okay, here it goes. Alright, so it's been three months since my interview, or my presentation. Well, since I got the job. I did my documentation without any hitches. Angie was of great help during my documentation process. It was challenging at first, adjusting to working in such a big company at a senior management role. This almost never happened, but everyone just assumed for me to be here in this position, I already knew what I was doing. No one knows anything about my history. That helped. After my documentation, I got my employment and offer letter. My salary was huge. It came with a lot of bonuses and perks and commissions. What? I could afford to start saving and sending money home to my parents. Most especially, my marketing campaigns were doing really well. We had kicked off two out of the ones I proposed and they were doing good numbers. My life in Filter Global was amazing. In just three months, I was able to accomplish so much. And Mr. Peter Ali was so proud of me. Uncle Sam came by a couple of times and said so many bragging things. My son, my cousin, my son, my nephew, my son. He called me his son more than my father has even called me his son. Oh well, I guess that's how the world works. Okay now, sorry, back to Angie. Angie and I, after so many weeks of flirting and eyeing each other up and down in the building, eventually got to talking and we went on our first date and it was magical. And it has been perfect ever since. 
Don't get me wrong, it's not weird or anything going on a date with somebody you work with. I mean, because she's leaving the company to manage another branch. So it's not exactly weird because we wouldn't mix in business and pleasure because she wouldn't be in the office. You get me? On our second date, Angie and I kissed and oh my god, I swear it was like I tasted rainbows. I don't know how rainbows taste, but Angie tastes like rainbows. Don't ask me how I know. After our first kiss, all I see is Angie. Everywhere I go, Angie, I'm going to marry this girl. We've been dating for two months now and it's been two beautiful and glorious months. I can't take it anymore. Angie's the one. She's perfect. Tonight, I'm going to ask Angie to be my girlfriend. Whew. All right, now you're all caught up. We can get back to the story. We get to the office and I walk in. Hey, good morning, Sonny. Looking good, my man. Have a great day today. I was cheerful and bouncing all over the place. Sonny, that receptionist from my interview day could see it. Now, Sonny was a nice young man and a friend too. He had three beautiful kids and I've had the privilege of seeing two of them. Oh my God, such nice souls. I get into the elevator, all happy and giddy. I'm the only one in it. And I begin to go up, waiting for the elevator doors to come open. I don't realize I started dancing. Out of excitement, oh, life was so good. So good. But all my happiness was soon to take a nosedive. As the elevator doors opened to reveal my queen, Angie, who had been waiting and standing by the elevator, I think she was going down. My smile and happiness intensifies as I say, Hey beautiful, good morning. Morning, Nato. But Angie just went from straight face to sad face and just stepped into the elevator and went down. Just like that. Ha! My village people have come again. What did I do? Or what did I not do? Did I, did I smile too much? Was that too much energy? Did I scare her off? Oh my god, I scared her away. What is wrong with you, Nato? My whole world just came crushing down. All the happiness I was feeling from morning disappeared and turned into sadness in just four seconds. How could one person have this much power over my emotions? Is this plain? Just when I thought I'd finally gotten my career life and relationship life on track, who did I offend in this life? While I still stood there, defeated and overthinking everything. Text message from Angie. Hey Nato, I'm sorry for how I acted just now. I'm having a bad day and I'm taking the day off. I didn't mean to totally ignore you like that and I'm still down for dinner tonight. We'll talk about it then. See you at 7. Phew! Okay, this took my worries down like 20 notches. Period cramps maybe? Ladies and their hormones. Oh my god, I hope she's okay. Whatever it was, I was so glad she was still willing to talk to me and still meet for dinner. That's a good sign, I guess. I quickly replied. It's fine, Angie. I understand. Sure. See you at 7. Smiley face emoji. 
I walk into my office. And from then onwards, everything was just meh. All I wanted to do was go and see Angie and help her through whatever it was she was going through. Even though the day moved slower than the month of January, it eventually ended and I headed home to prepare for my date. I was going to get to the root of this. Hey guys, Austin Okeke here, creator, director, and producer of the Talking Phoenix podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to right now, then help us get the word out. Share the show to a friend today, and don't forget to drop a rating and a review. Reach out to us on social media at DTalkingPhoenix. That's at the letter D, Talking Phoenix, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also join the ever-growing TTP community on the Podroom app today. There, you can interact with other listeners and me, the show host, on any of your favorite episodes at any time. Also, you have the option to donate to the show to help us grow. Don't be a stranger. Reach out today. Hey, so how are you enjoying your meal? You know, I like good food, so superb. Of course you went with pasta. I mean... I mean, it's like the best thing. I don't even know why you're having what you're having, because... <laughs> Chicken wings and Chinese rice is actually a very good combo, I'll have you know. First off, who even eats chicken? I mean, yeah. Just tell me that you've been traumatized as a kid. Because that's the only logical explanation. Why would anybody not enjoy chicken? I mean, chicken is one of the best... I'm not even having this conversation with you. Yeah, yeah, let's not. Because you don't want to go into that. But yeah. Hey, so I've been meaning to say... Um, we've been dating for two months now. And it's been amazing. And it's not exactly weird that we're dating. Given that we're working in the same place. Because, I mean... I've said I wouldn't date somebody I work with. But it's easy because you're kind of going away. I mean, the last time I saw you, you were having this NYC badge on you. And in my mind, I didn't think, ah, ah, see this small copper you get. You're not even serious. I you mean, mean small copper. No. Are you kidding me right now? No, but look at you now. Look at me. Yeah, you're, look at me. I'm, we're talking physically. No, no, no. You're a speck. That's for sure. Well, but, yeah. I mean, size-wise, you're kind of down to earth. <laughs> and deal with you oh my goodness that's just the that's just the agbearing you talking just then shut up right back to what i was saying mm-hmm. naturally i wouldn't want to date somebody i'm working with mm. but given that your uncle is starting this new branch and you're going to be moving out of this office to head that branch technically that's not such a bad thing it's not like we're mixing business with pleasure right and I mean, this has been two months of bliss. I, you're enjoying this, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been super super great. Like, yeah, you know, but yeah, the new branch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new branch. So tell me, what was that going to be? Are you going to be like the the head of sales, or are you going to be like the CEO? Obviously, I'll come visit from time to time, and then we'll have like. Uh, 
and they'd be like, oh, you introduced me to your staff. Oh, this is people. You get this is oh my things goodness. like that. I'm already like having that picture of it in my head. And when I come out now, you know how everybody's supposed to respect you and everything, but then I'll just be there. Hey, Angie, Yafa, come here. Wow. <laughs> you really thought about this. You yeah, thought about it a I lot. Have. I mean, there's no way I'm going to let you just waltz out of here like that and not be in contact with you. I mean, you're very special mm-hmm. to me. Thank you. You know, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Angie, mm-hmm. I have so much to say. I'll just get right into it because, uh, okay. Since the first day I saw you, I knew there was something really special about you. And not just, not just special, like something really special. But oh I, my I goodness. This is happening. I thought it was all in my head. So he actually really does like me, Oakwood. This makes it worse. How do I? Should I tell him? Should I really? Or not? Oh no, but I have to. How exactly do I tell someone who is this excited expressing how he feels that I cannot be there because I actually really like him. Oh my god, I hate where I am right now, but it has to be done. This has to be a rip the band aid situation. And I have to. Yes, that's the right thing to do. I have to. So. Okay, let's go, Angie. Let's go. You used to be this amazing person, right? And then we went on our first date. And there and then, my mind was blown. Look, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Angie, you are this amazing person that has walked into my life. And... I don't want to let you go. Angie, Nato. I want you to be my girl. Nato. Uh, yeah. Mm, this can't, I can't, I can't do this. I'm sorry, I, I just can't. What, what do you mean? What? I mean, I don't understand. Well. But I just. Did, did I do too much? Did I, did I say too much? Did I. I it's it, not you, it's me. I know, I know that that sounds very cliche, but to be honest, it is me. Nito, where do I start from? My goodness. You're you're an amazing person and I, I don't know what to say, but this cannot work. So about the new branch I'm going to, well, it's, it's not in Nigeria, so I don't see this working. I am going away and I can't start something not knowing how it's going to go or what's going to happen. I can't do that to you and I definitely will not do that to myself. To the new branch, it's not in Nigeria here. It isn't. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you, Nito. Angie, but I just found you. I know and, and this feels like... A really painful moment, but I cannot. There's really nothing that we can do, to be honest. And it's better now than later. Trust me. Um, I think I'm just going to take my leave now. Um, thank you for dinner, though. Yeah, bye. Angie. No.
Well, that sucked. My life was over. I had it, you know? My work was good. My life was moving to like a better place. I found love. Only to have it yanked away from me. Just at the verge of it becoming reality. I guess my village people won this round. At this point, I didn't even have energy to think of anything. I just wanted to lay down and sleep forever. How would I go to work tomorrow? How would I see her? How would I look at her? It would never feel the same. I should have left things the way they were. Why did I go and spoil it? Why did I mess things up? But she liked me too. She did. Oh my god. And just as I laid there in bed, still dressed in the suit I wore out on my date, still had my shoes on, feeling defeated and looking up to the ceiling, feeling like my world had just ended. My phone dings. It's a voice note from Angie. Hey, so um, about earlier, I have been toying with everything in my head and I'm definitely not happy about how we ended things. And to be honest, it's just, yeah, I actually genuinely like you. And yes, I'm never saying this, but I don't want this to end whatever this is and so because i wasn't able to get your stubborn self out of my head i spoke to my uncle and he's willing for us to set up the new branch together i mean that is if you're okay with that of course but i basically just wanted to say that there's a chance for us if you still feel the same way you said that you felt so um what do you think about that would you like to jackpot with me wait what i guess my village people did not win after all whoa what is happening right now how can one person be this lucky oh my god did i just hear her right not only did i back the job of my life and meet the girl of my life now I get to jump out of Nigeria. The Nigerian dream is to leave Nigeria. bro. I'm leaving the Nigerian dream with the girl of my dreams. Thank you, God. In your face, village people. Yes, I knew it. I knew she liked me too. I knew it. I knew she wanted to be with me. Thank you, God. Whoa, Mr. Peter agreed to this. What? Nato, you are one lucky dude. Nah, everybody needs to have NATO experience. I hope you become as lucky as I am. Because I'm living my best life. I feel good. Ooh. I knew that I would now. So good. So good. I got you. Ow!
a hospital? What's going on? Why am I here? Well, it seems that you're awakened from your slumber. <laughs> er, Mr. Nato Chuku. Well, apparently you were rushed here by your friends. You had not eaten for four days and you passed out. We did everything possible to try and resuscitate you. Well, as you know, I am Dr. Guzniak. Uh, but uh, you were in coma for four days. And for those four days, might I say, you uh, <laughs> entertained us because you were, well, fantasizing about so many things. <laughs> well, it's nice to see that you're awake now. You're no more my problem. Your hospital bill will only be 632,000. Please pay or be arrested. <laughs> and after that, you can make your way back to the trenches where you belong. NATO. Shame that you did not die. That would have actually saved you from living this life of misery and poverty. Yeah. Oh, well. Nurse, get him the check, please. Oh, come on!